Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider, the show that takes you around the world to share interviews with some of the most successful and relevant people on the planet. Hear their stories and get the most important business lessons they have learned on their road to success and get exclusive advice on how to implement their success into your life and business. Successful Minds with Patricia Barnowski-Schneider is brought to you by the Strategic Advisor Board and your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Hello and welcome back to Successful Minds. I'm your host, Patty Baranowski-Schneider. Today I'm joined by Andrea Marsh, founder and CEO of Deeper Connections. Our topic today focuses on the areas of mindset, mental health, and self-development. So thank you for joining us, Andrea. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Lovely to meet you, Patricia. So I became a mindset and self-development coach um, about three or four years ago now. And my original occupation for quite a long time was actually hairdressing. So I was naturally mentoring people without realizing it because everybody knows your hairdresser is your best friend. Do. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you offload everything onto your hairdresser. Right. So um, so I, I, I've done that for over 25 years and I became uh, into, uh, came into the coaching through something that wasn't quite so nice actually was my daughter became very unwell um, with mental health problems and uh, for five years we we sort of struggled with that and then when we had lockdown I became obviously mentally unwell with all the pressures and everything else and um, so I turned to social media to try and get myself out of the the dark hole as it were (laughs) and purely because I knew I had to be strong for my my daughter and she only had me to support her and as much as I was struggling I thought I've got to stay strong for her and that's what I did and I ended up finding ways to focus on the positives Um, I looked at the power of positivity, meditation, breathing exercises, all those kind of things. I started following people that were doing mindset stuff. And I had a couple of people who knew me very well, who whose children were also going through the same thing. And as parents, there was no support out there. Mm-hmm. So I was helping them. And I was coaching them without realizing I was actually doing that. And then one day, one of them said to me, you you are so good at this. You really need to do this for a living. It, it, you're calling. This is your calling. And I was right. like, OK, so <laughs> nice. we'll look into it. And I did. I looked into it and I absolutely love it now with a passion. It, it really is something that I just love helping people, seeing people develop, seeing their mindset change drastically. Maybe it's your calling. Yeah, yes. absolutely. So, yeah. Nice. Now, I guess that tells us a little bit about it, but I guess what inspired you to become a mindset and self-development coach? I guess you kind of just answered that, but anything else you want to add to that? Um, I think the inspiration comes from helping people and seeing those changes develop over sometimes a really short space of time. But sometimes, obviously, I work with people a lot longer, so, you know, months, sometimes years and I still have people who I coach now who've been with me from the very beginning. And they, they they always say to me, you know, I don't know what I'd do without you in my life now because you're just there when I need you, you right. know. Right. So that's my inspiration. My inspiration is also my daughter because she has come through such a dark, dark place. And she's now really good. 
she's doing really well um she has a really good job she's got a partner she's got her own house and she's done amazing and actually she's inspired me as much (laughs) as I've inspired her so um yeah I think the the most important thing for me is seeing people grow and that's really really important Now, I guess, what specific methods do you use to help people improve their mindset and develop self-awareness? So the varied, a lot of it varies really on who you're talking to and, and how they, what their coping mechanisms are, really. Mm-hmm. Um, because some people are obviously in a, in a very different place than others. Mm-hmm. But the basics that I try to teach or try to guide people is breathing is really important when people when you feel overwhelmed or or when you feel anxious if you can incorporate some kind of breathing techniques to help to calm the 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 way you feel that really does help an awful lot and I also encourage people to try and listen to meditation music as well and most of the time I always say to them look if you haven't got time during the course of the day put it on when you go to bed at night because that's when you're at your at your most relaxed you're lay down you can close your eyes there's no light filtration anywhere and you can just relax and actually absorb the music and and the meditation and nine times out of ten you'll end up falling asleep because everything that's relaxing and soothing is all absorbed into the conscious the um, subconscious mind Mm -hmm. when you're asleep right and um, so yeah so that that's another really good technique and another technique is is also about setting goals and mm-hmm. making making sure that you have some sort of focus mm-hmm. no matter how small but just having focus on what you're doing through the course of the day or the week and breaking that down into bite-sized chunks so it doesn't become too overwhelming right and i know a lot of people when they you know, they have specific goals that they said if they don't reach them, they beat them, themselves up 10 times more and people, you know, have to learn. There's no um, expiration date. You have a goal, so you didn't hit it this week. That's Absolutely. okay. You know, you just shuffle around and, you know, so it's good to make people accountable, you know, where they have a goal, they set it and they go through it and you answer to yourself, you know, that you've achieved that. Um, but also knowing that, you know, you're your own boss on this. You, you know, no one's going to fire you if it's not achieved by Friday, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And I think people do beat themselves up a lot. And because what they do is they give themselves goals that are more difficult to reach than they than they initially thought. So the thought process of of goal setting is to, if you have a big goal is break it down into small, even like what I normally say is if you have a big goal, say, something you want to achieve by the end of the year, Break it down into monthly goals, weekly goals, and daily goals. Mm -hmm. And each one that you achieve during the course of that day is one small step closer to the big achievement. And that way, it's not so overwhelming and you don't beat yourself up so much about it. And only set yourself two or three goals a day rather than a to-do list of, of 
you know, 10 or 15 things that you must do during the course of the day, because nine times out of 10, people don't achieve them. And then they do beat themselves up and move them forward to the next day. Right. But even <laughs> when you have it in black and white, and you see the goals, and you actually accomplish that, it's like such a reward, like, wow, I did that, especially when you doubt yourself, and you're like, I'm never going to be able to do this. But then you do it. It's like, wow, if I did that, I can do this. And then I can do this. And, you know, it's yeah. great. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think it's really important to focus on your achievements rather than what you perceive as a failure. Right. Because just because you haven't achieved something that you needed to do or wanted to do doesn't necessarily mean to say that you failed in that area. Right. It just means that you either learn from the experience and move move in a different direction mm -hmm. or you move that goal to a different day right. um, and restart. Yeah. Right. Good stuff. Now, how can developing a positive mindset and self-awareness help people to achieve their goals? So we all understand um, that the mind, it, the mind is the most powerful thing in the human body. Um, and the, the brain and the mind work together. The brain is the physical, the mind is the mental. And it's very easy to focus on negativity when you're around negativity. Right. So... Again, the opposite, positivity breeds positivity. Right. So the way I try to encourage people to stay in a positive mindset or, or focus on, on a positive mindset is to surround yourself with positive people, right. with positive um, career choices, if possible, and even on social media, you know, follow. There's so many things on social media now that... Yeah are positive there's so many pages on instagram on facebook that are all about positivity and mm -hmm. even just looking at one little positive thing every morning can yeah. really just help and smile smile more yeah. you know one of the most powerful things that i've ever done and i do on a regular basis is when i'm out and about wherever i might be I always smile at people and I always say hi. Mm. And when you see them smile back, it creates that positive energy right. between you and, and it radiates. Yeah, it makes you never such know, a difference. Of, yeah, some of these people might not have had a single person acknowledge them for weeks and now you come, hi. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, everyone's on a different journey and you don't know what goes on right. behind the eyes, you know. Yeah. Um, and when you see strangers in the street and you smile at them you're right it could be that you could be that one person that's actually made their day right i'm a big believer in that also i try to avoid negative people because it just it brings you down and like you say you know there's social media i i live in new york city so you know i don't have you know i mean in the summertime yeah it's beautiful you're on the border and all that but there's so much beauty in the world so i belong to all these photography groups i'm not a photographer but i belong to all of them online and, you know, they're posting things from around the world. And I just, it's the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning. And first thing I do before I go to, um, to sleep is I just look at all of this beauty. Like, wow, this is so, so you could be having the crappiest day. It could be raining all day or cold or snow or whatever. And then I'm looking at this and I'm like, this is just so nice. So you can find positivity, but you just have to look for it, you know, and, and yeah, choose to be positive, you know, because it's very easy to get sucked into that, you know, dark hole of negativity, but make a choice, you know, be positive. And you, like you say, it just, it, it like emulates from you, you know, it just brings out a lot of good stuff. Yeah, it does. Definitely. And I also think nature, um, you talk about photography. I 
I find a lot of um, natural photography, animals, mm-hmm. um, scenery, yeah. sunsets, anything like that, that looks peaceful and calming. There's some mm-hmm. amazing photographers out there that bring the natural world right. um, into your life without you having to go out and find it. Yeah. And they they can be, there's some beautiful ones out there that can really lift your mood. Yeah, sure. Like I said, I don't have half of these animals. I didn't even know they existed, but I just, I belong to everything. And it's the same, like I'll see nature, I'll see these like wild animals, just like with the mother and the babies. And I'm like, oh, you know what I mean? It's just bringing all this to me that I just wouldn't have had access to otherwise, but you can find the beauty in it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, how can people create positive habits and routines to help them stay motivated and focused? So creating routines, I one of the most important things that I, I advise people to do to create healthy routines is to start by keeping a journal. And if you have a journal, you, you write down the, the daily things that you do on a regular basis. We all wake up in the morning. We have, without realizing it, we have a routine. We get out of bed. We make a cup of tea, we get dressed, we put our makeup on, we brush our teeth, whatever whatever routine that might be. If you look at it and break it down, you do the same thing in the same order every day. I do, definitely. <laughs> and they, the, the mind creates a routine or a habit when it does something every day for 30 days. So if you can do the same thing every day for 30 days, it will naturally become part of your routine and part of your habit. So writing down in a journal of things that you want to incorporate into your daily routine and implementing them just makes makes things a little bit more simpler. And the more you write things down, the more your subconscious mind absorbs. So it, the, the mind is a really intricate thing. And the more you learn about it, the, the, the more intriguing it really is. It goes so, so deep. But the subconscious mind is where everything sits right. on the, just under the surface. So the more you verbalize, mm-hmm. whatever you verbalize, right. your subconscious mind believes that. Right. So again we go back to positive and negative the more you verbalize positivity the more your subconscious mind believes that positivity and the more you your emotions will feel that as well right it's funny because that kind of ties into some of the things that i was following on like the law of attraction is that you have to you know basically say i'm so happy and grateful that i'm a millionaire i'm so happy and grateful that i have this great job even though you don't but you say it enough, you say it enough, and your mind starts believing it. And absolutely, yeah, it's just it's crazy. It gets a little tricky because again, that's where you have to make the the decision that that's what you're going to do. Because I hear, I, you know, read a lot too, where people would say, "Well, how am I supposed to say? Well, I'm so happy and grateful. I'm a millionaire when I'm like in debt up to my ears." But <laughs> if you're in debt and that's what you're thinking about, that's what your subconscious believes, and law of attraction says that's what you're going to continue. But you have to say no. You have to believe it. And there's so many, you know, Jim Carrey, Oprah Winfrey. I mean, all of these people have been following this and it obviously works. So (laughs) do you know what? It's, it's really weird because the law of attraction was one of the things that I first started to follow before Mm -hmm. I developed my mindset coaching. And I was the same as you and and a lot of other people as quite skeptical about, well, how can I say that when I'm not actually, (laughs) I'm not feeling that, but one of the things that I learned from the law of attraction was a, 
about the power of visualization mm -hmm. and the visualization you can take so so deep and the more you visualize our thoughts create our reality mm -hmm. so everything that you think is created into um uh, into reality so mm -hmm. the more you think in a positive focused way the more you say you you want something for example a dream car or a dream job the more you say you have that or or you're going you're going to achieve that right. the more your subconscious mind believes it yeah. and the manifestation as well has a very important part to play in that and there's there's a couple of things that i've tried in the past to um test it if you like right. and I remember I remember one particular day I was feeling a bit skeptical and I thought right I'm going to test this out this is a true story and it wasn't very long ago and I decided I was going to try and manifest a pink car now there's not many <laughs> there's not many pink cars around <laughs> but I I specifically had a pink car the, the the size of a small car but it had a black roof and I I spoke the power that with the law of attraction i want to manifest show me prove to me that manifestation works and to cut a long story short about two weeks later in one morning i saw three pink cars wow. <laughs> and the last pink car because i the first pink car i just smiled and looked up and said okay fair enough yeah <laughs> then i saw another one just to reiterate the fact that that's what I wanted. And then the final one had a black roof. And I actually, I was driving at the time and I actually had to stop my car and I was dumbfounded. I couldn't believe it. And I thought, you know what? I'll never doubt it again because that really did work. Yeah. I mean, we all struggle with it, but I just, I, you know, I'm constantly reading about it because I'm just like fascinated with the whole thing. So <laughs> you hear a lot of these crazy stories. And I think Jim Carrey was the one who he used to sit on, he was still a struggling actor, never really became anything yet. And I read that he would sit on the Hollywood sign in California and just sit there and visualize that that was me. People were going to come see me. And he wrote himself out a $10 million check and said for services rendered and mm -hmm. took a little while, but eventually that's what he got that exact check for Dumb and Dumber. Wow! He just put in the effort, put in the effort, believed it, believed it, wanted it, believed it, and yeah. it happened. I think that you've just hit a pivotal point there, actually, Patricia, is putting in the effort. That is really important with mindset because, again, what we went back to earlier, accountability. You have to be accountable. You can't just sit there and say, this is, this is what I want out of my life and do nothing about it. So I think that's really, really important for people to understand that you are the only person who can change the way you think and the way you feel. And as much as people can help and guide and coach and mentor, you have to make those changes for yourself. Because if you don't change or you don't try to make those changes, nothing else in your life will change. Yeah. And it's, you know, a lot of them, you can't look at celebrities and superstars and just say, well, you know, they they just had it that way. When you do a lot of reading and research and you see like Oprah Winfrey, you know, she was a, she had a job. She was fired from her job because they said she wasn't suitable for television. I mean, look at her now, but everybody mm -hmm. who you see has become somebody they didn't just roll out of bed and that happened because they believed no. it, thought it, they put in the work. And a lot of them failed. And it's, it's good it. to see that because it's like, well, yeah. every time you think, 
I'm never going to make it. Well, they thought the same thing. And look at, I mean, I, who was it? I remember reading, I think it was KFC. Um, the colonel, he, he was like in his 70s or something like that. And he went with like his mm -hmm. social security check. You know, he just had this thought. He want, I mean, and look at him now. You know, I mean, some yeah. people have to see you're not alone. You know, there's other people who have struggled, who have failed. I mean, failed repeatedly. I think it was Abraham Lincoln failed repeatedly before he became like, you know, this well-known president. But, you know, it's um, it's trial and error and you have to put in the effort and just not fail. I mean, not not that don't fail, but just don't give up. You know, it's okay yeah, to that's fail, it. It's, it's persistence. And and you're right, absolutely right. And most successes come out of learning from failures. Right. And that's where people have to understand that it's okay to not do something right. And it's okay to fail. Failure is not something that people enjoy the word. It's, it's, they don't like that word failure. <laughs> However, I see it as it's not a failure. It's an experience that you've learned from. Right. So this is where the rewiring of the brain comes in, where the mindset starts to shift in a different pattern. It's like, I haven't failed at that. All I've done is learned that I need to do it differently to succeed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's where it becomes powerful because you turn a negative into a positive right. and say, yeah, I'll take that on board. That's fine. Now I know how not to do it. Yeah, exactly. So now what tips would you give to someone who's feeling overwhelmed or stuck in a negative mindset? So the first thing I would say, if you're feeling overwhelmed, and I get this a lot with a lot of my clients, is to stop. Just stop. Take a deep breath and do a little bit of brain dumping, which I call it brain dumping. It's common to basically write down five things that you're feeling overwhelmed about or three things or whatever it is you're feeling overwhelmed about, write them down on a piece of paper because when you offload it, it becomes easier to, to understand the reasons behind what's going on. Right. If you, if you don't, then the overthinking mode steps into action and you just become it just makes things work and worse and it just escalates. Mm -hmm. But if you can write things down and you can dump it, um, then you can analyze it and you can say, why am I feeling so overwhelmed? And then when you pinpoint those reasons, then you can analyze each of those reasons and say, well, actually, I don't feel so overwhelmed about that one now because I can deal with it in this way or deal with it in that way and work work out a way of how to deal with what's making you feel anxious or overwhelmed or negative for example and where we go back to the goals is break it down break it down into small chunks bite-sized chunks that are easier to manage oh that makes sense so i guess you kind of helped on this one but now, do you have any um, additional strategies to create a more positive mental attitude I think generally, um, again, we go back to being around positive people and, and maintaining that positive attitude. I also think it's great to have some sort of a mentor or a coach or anybody. And you look at most professional people, most successful people, they all have a guide, a mentor, a coach of some description that helps them to stay in that positive mindset because we all have our down days we all have our negative days and we all have days where we're 
we're struggling and feeling overwhelmed. But I think it's it's also about evaluating your time and evaluating what's important in your life that you need to focus on and the things that are not so important that still have to play a part in your life you can sort of take a step back from but evaluating time is really important review break down the course of your day what you spend your most time on and what's Mm -hmm. the most important for you yeah because you could be like you know some people could be you know getting caught up in somebody else's social media rant and you're just totally absorbed but it's just all negativity it's not helping you it's not benefiting you it's no exactly yeah so yeah seeing it in front of you it's okay what's most important that i spend my time on (laughs) yeah absolutely and you're right negative um social media there's a lot of negative social media out there and one of the things i say to people who follow a lot of things on social media is just block the stuff that you don't want to see if emotions play a massive part and the emotions start with the mind because the way you think has an effect on the way you feel so if you see something negative on the social media platform you will immediately feel that negativity without even realizing it so block it out and don't watch it or because the algorithms are very good if you if the more you focus on positive stuff the algorithms will send you more of that um, and vice versa so i think be aware of your emotions and be aware of how you're feeling um which again has a has an impact on the way you think for sure now i guess what are some of the biggest challenges people face when it comes to mindset and self-development a lot of the cha- one of the biggest challenges I have with rewiring the brain a little bit is confidence mm-hmm. and self belief. And um, if people don't believe in themselves and don't feel confident confident about themselves, then they it, it's very difficult for them to change their mindset. Mm-hmm. To so I think initially working on the self belief and working on things that evaluate what they're good at rather than what they're not so good at if celebrating their wins for example celebrating what they've achieved already in their life focus on the achievements and focus on on their special skills everybody has special skills you know and i think if you can find out what those special skills are and acknowledge them for yourself then you can naturally believe in yourself and say do you know what i am good at this or i am good at that and forget what you're not so good at because that doesn't matter what matters is is that your your self-belief will naturally um, um, embellish your confidence and when you're more self-confident you're naturally going to you're going to stay more focused and more positive and and joining groups joining groups that you enjoy being around whether it's exercise groups whether it's social groups whether it's dance groups whatever that might be that can really help you to stay in that positive mindset and move into a a positive mindset yeah no that's actually great especially you know interacting with other people who share the same you know that you do and you know it's good to have somebody to talk to when you have that limited self-belief because some people are just born 
you know, in families where you were just always beat down, you're never good enough. You, you could be the greatest at something, but they'll always beat you down. I mean, it could just, mm. you know, it just, some people just have that mindset where they grow up and they're adults and they just always believe I'm such a failure. I'll never amount to anything because that's what they were always taught growing up. So having someone draw out, you know, you could be that little kid who just always question everything and you just drove the parents nuts and like, oh my God. But that's a great thing. You're questioning things. You're probably going to be yes. the next world leader because that's just how it evolves. But bringing out the positivity and showing them that that's not a bad thing. You know, you just, I always tell people we could agree to disagree. You might not agree with what I've done, but we'll agree to disagree because you have to value what you're doing. So having someone to bring it out is actually a good thing. Yeah. And I think you, you've hit a good point there because when, when you, when we're younger, we are empowered and motivated and inspired by our family and our parents. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when we are not praised enough or we are not encouraged enough, then that development can turn into something very different. Mm -hmm. So it's very important to, as a parent, to always try to encourage your children and mm -hmm. praise them for the good and not knock them for the bad always and mm -hmm. um, because that way they they will grow up having that confidence that natural confidence built in and um, because they know that it doesn't matter it's all about the the taking part or the trying yeah. it doesn't matter if you don't achieve it but at least you've tried, tried yeah yeah and that's a huge accomplishment because lots of people who don't try you know because they have that fear of failure so they just won't try you're never no, going to know exactly. until you try yeah yeah good now, how do you how do you help people over, overcome negative thought patterns and beliefs? So, the first thing I, I analyze is is why the why they are thinking negatively. What's brought them to that um, that mindset in the first place? Because nine times out of ten, there's always something deep that's caused that. And um, now, it could be a personal trauma. It could be um, something that's happened to somebody else but it's also had an effect on them it could be a relationship it could be many many things and when it, it's about delving a little bit deeper into that but not talking too much about why that's happened but talking about how you can overcome that in a more positive and focused way yeah. and, and when people understand that it's okay to acknowledge what's happened. You can't change the past. You can't do anything about that. What you can do is you can put it in a box, close the lid and say, okay, I've dealt with that now. Now it's time to move on with my life. And this is how I'm going to get the help to do it. And this right. is how I'm going to focus in the future. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, you know, there's some things in life that just don't have answers. You know, why did that six month old baby die? I mean, we just will never know. Um, no. So there are a lot of trauma and bad things that people that could destroy their entire life. But like you say, helping them to say that it happened, you know, I mean, you, you accept it. Um, you can have your sorrow, you can feel pain. But then like you say, put it in a box and move on. Um, so sometimes somebody needs you to hold their hand and do that. But that is very true and very important. Yeah, they do. And obviously, if people have deep traumas, um, again, we go back to the, the three levels of the mind and they're buried deep. And some of them are buried very deep. And, and sometimes when they, when they come to the forefront, it's very difficult for people to move on. So 
there's a there's a big difference between mindset coaching self-development coaching and counseling and i think the counseling deals with the trauma itself yeah. but then moving on from that is where where you know as coaches that focus on positivity and self-development come in um because it's about awareness if you're fully aware that you can move on from whatever's happened in your life what however dark that place has been and i know from personal experience there's always light at the end of the tunnel. There's always a way out. And it, it's your mind that will tell you that you can move on from this and you can be that amazing person that you actually are inside. You just have to try and find that person again. Mm -hmm. It's all good stuff. Now, what are some of the biggest benefits of working with a mindset and self-development coach? The biggest benefit is having somebody there to guide you when you need it and it's not about telling you what to do it's about helping you to think think out the solutions for yourself um and having somebody there sometimes when you need them without realizing that you're needing them because we all have friends that we talk to or people that we can offload on but they don't necessarily give you the right information back that you need so when you work with somebody on a professional level, you, there's, it's non-judgmental for a start, which is really important because, you know, a lot of people have a lot of hidden um, hidden things that they don't want to talk about to their friends or their family, but they can offload onto somebody else. And, and it's, it's often those things that are stopping them, that are major blockages right. from helping them to move forward. So by working with a mindset coach not only are you um, are we have am i helping them to focus and think in a different way but i'm also there to guide them to think about how they can do things in a different way on their own right so it's about digging deep and asking the right questions for them right. to when the light bulb goes on yourself that's when you take more accountability because right. if somebody tells you what to do and how to do it, nine times out of ten, you're not going to listen to them. Right. But if you've if you've said, "Ah, I know, I need to do it this way," bingo. Right. right. So you know, I think that's the most important thing is helping people to realize for themselves right. how they can do it. Right. That's good though, like asking the questions to pull that out of them because. I know way back in the day, you know, going to therapists and things like that, you always have to find that one that clicks with you because I went to a few of them and like, I remember going to one and all he did was just listen to everything that I said. And he was like, mm -hmm. and I was kind of mm -hmm. like, I could have did that talking to myself in a mirror that didn't help me, you know? Mm -hmm. And then it was just having someone who kind of, you know, like I would try to say, okay, well, I did this, 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 and they would say, well, well but why? And I'm like, that's yeah. not even what I'm talking about. But they're like, no, but why? So now you're getting me to talk about, well, maybe I shouldn't have did that, you know? So having yeah. someone to really challenge you, but in a supportive way to get you to come up with the answers is, is really important. Absolutely. And, th and that's exactly what it's about. It's about challenging you and about asking the questions that make you think deeper, because the more deep, deeper you think about something that you think is actually only superficial, mm -hmm. um, can, it can unravel like a ball of wool into other areas of your life. Right. And then you suddenly realize that actually all this is connected and right. the pieces of the jigsaw are now starting to fit back together. But you're, you're doing those pieces of that jigsaw on your own. Right. You're just having somebody to 
help to find where the straight edges are first, yeah. if you like. Yeah, oh, it's all good stuff. Now, what advice do you have for people who want to make a positive change in their lives? Positive changes come from within. And I think the most important thing about changing anything in your life is to change you as a person first. So be yeah. aware of self-care mm -hmm. um, and Everything, physical, mental, emotional, environmental, plays a massive part right. in positivity. And and I think if you can have a healthy mindset, a healthy mm -hmm. lifestyle even, um, and, and live in a, be in a healthy environment, then it's all really good focus towards having a positive mindset. All right. So tell us how can people get a hold of you, Andrea? So they can get hold of me on Instagram. My Instagram name is Deeper Connections UK, or they can go to my website, which is deeperconnections.co.uk. Um, and I'm also on Instagram as well, okay. um, Andrea Marsh, DIPL.coach. So you can find me on there as well. Okay, cool. Now, is there anything else you want to add to people, add for people? Well, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Patricia. It's been brilliant and, <laughs> and I've loved loved every minute of it and i'd just like to say for whoever's been listening that if you whatever you believe in life you can achieve and if you can stay focused stay positive and stay strong anything is achievable and i guess just one thing um since you're based in the uk um do you work with people around the world Yes, I do. Yeah, I can work with people over Zoom or Teams or um, anything like that. So nothing's nothing's unachievable now, is it, with modern technology, as long as it works. Yes, for sure. <laughs> no, that's awesome. Just so people know. <laughs> Great. Yeah, of course. Thank you. Well, thanks for listening to Success Successful Minds with Patty P. Again, that was Andrea Marsh, founder and CEO of Deeper Connections. Never miss an episode by subscribing to the show here. So thank you again, everyone. Thank you, Andrea. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Successful Minds with your host, Patricia Barnowski-Schneider. Please leave your feedback and visit strategicadvisorboard.com to get the latest and greatest business advisement on the planet. Follow us on social media for updates, and we'll see you on the next episode.